0: This is Tennis Quick Tips, Episode 117. Hey, it's Kim from TennisFixation.com. I'm your host for the Tennis Quick Tips podcast. With each episode, Tennis Quick Tips brings you a quick and easy tip to improve your tennis game and to make sure you're having fun every time you step on court. Happy New Year. Happy 2016, tennis fanatics. I am very happy to be back podcasting here at Tennis Quick Tips. I took a week off last week. My family went down to Mexico to take a break and I honestly thought I was going to record something and get it up for you but turns out number one I didn't have any access to wi-fi and number two I I had this big plan about what I was going to say, and while I was down there, I was really thinking about it, and I kind of changed the direction I wanted to go. So I think it's a good thing I took a week off, because what I'm going to talk about today, and that is how to achieve your tennis goals in 2016, it's going to go a lot differently than what I would have said had I recorded this during the last week of December 2015. So let's get to it. Let's talk about achieving tennis goals in 2016. I really like to talk about tennis goals specifically, because to me, those are things that are fun, things that you want to do. So you, there's a very good likelihood that you're going to pursue them. They can help you play better and get more fit, all those things that come along. But they aren't the make or break things in your life. They're not going to change your whole world. They're just super fun. And that's what I like out of tennis. I know most of you out there are recreational players like me. And tennis is your fun time. It's not your job. You're not a pro. Uh, Some of you may be super serious in the sense of you're junior players and you're working hard and you're hoping to perhaps get a scholarship. I know that I've got at least one player out there who is a college scholarship player, so I'm guessing there may be a few more. And if that's you, I know that tennis is serious for you. But it's still a game. It's still a sport. And the fact is, most of us, most of you who are listening to me are recreational or club level players, and you love the game just because you love it, not because it's your job or you have scholarship money riding on it. And you really want to have a good time out there, and you hope you can improve and get better because it just makes the game that much more fun. So... That's really what I'm talking about today. Those kind of tennis goals, they're great, but they're not going to change your life if you don't achieve them. So let's jump right in and start talking about specifically achieving tennis goals. So every year, I set a few tennis goals for myself, goals that I hope are going to improve my game and that I want to accomplish in the coming year. And I've done this since, believe it or not, 2009. And the results, I'm going to admit to you, have been pretty inconsistent. Some years, I achieve one or maybe two of my goals, and some years, nothing seems to happen. So I'm going to talk today about setting tennis goals again, but I'm going to give you the tips I'll be applying this year to hopefully do a better job of achieving those goals And then I'm going to tell you exactly this new approach I'm taking um, to what goals I want to reach that I think is going to make it much easier for me to achieve more and ultimately make me a much happier tennis player. So last year, if you've been listening for a while, you may remember that I set three goals for myself. And I talked about those in Tennis Quick Tips, episode 67, and that was called How to Achieve Your Tennis Goals in 2015. So very original title there. And here were the goals I set for 2015. Number one, play in three singles tournaments. Number two, get certified to teach cardio tennis. And number three, add more power and spin to my serve. And How was I going to achieve those goals? By using a tennis journal, something I had never really made a part of my tennis goal process before, and I talked all about that in episode 67. In fact, I was very excited about this idea of using this tennis journal to help me achieve my goals. So how did I do with those goals? Well, in my opinion... I didn't do so great. So my first goal was to play in three singles tournaments, and I only ended up playing in one. It turns out that playing in a singles tournament takes up your entire weekend, and I really didn't like that so much. I'm sure other people think that's great, but that didn't really work for me and my family life. And while I do love singles, and I do firmly believe it adds a lot to my tennis skills, I didn't like being on call to play and giving up my whole weekend to tennis. So I played in one tournament, but I did not achieve my goal of playing in three. My second goal to get certified to teach cardio tennis, well, just like I did in 2014, and I don't know if I ever mentioned that, probably not, I signed up to get cardio certified in 2015, but then I couldn't attend the one and only weekend that the certification class was offered in my state. And I live in Texas, which is a huge state, so it's weird to me that there was only one session of cardio tennis certification offered, but that is how it was. Anyways, so there was just this one class during 2015, and the weekend that it was scheduled for turned out to be one of those it was in October and hurricanes were coming through and flash flooding and the weather was just awful and this class was not here in Houston where I live it was up in Dallas so I would have had to drive for 5 hours and I was really concerned about the terrible weather so I ended up I just didn't go and I honestly did not follow up to see if the class had been canceled. It probably was because the weather I remember was bad in Dallas too because right up till just a few days before, I was really planning to go. So bottom line, another year went by without me getting cardio tennis certified. And then my number three goal to add more power and spin to my serve. I mean, that's like everybody's goal, right? But I would say in 2015, I worked on my serve haphazardly at best. So conclusion, in a nutshell, I did not achieve my tennis goals in 2015. But the most disappointing thing for me wasn't that I didn't achieve those goals because, like I said earlier, they were for fun and they would have been great, but it's not like, you know, I needed those goals to happen for my life to be good. My biggest disappointment was that I didn't really utilize that tennis journal the way I thought I would. Too many times I would play a match and then I'd hop in my car and drive away without even taking just a few minutes to write something down as I'd promised myself I would. And then later I would either forget to go back to my journal, or I'd just be lazy and not do it. By the end of 2015, I couldn't even remember what my tennis goals were, and I had to dig my journal out. It was in the bottom of my tennis bag to even find out what they had been, and that's when I really noticed what a bad job I'd done with my journal, with my goals, the whole process, and it's very disappointing to me considering how gung-ho I was when I talked about that tennis journal back in episode 67. So bottom line, am I giving up on tennis goals? Am I wallowing in my failure of 2015? No, I'm not. I wanted to keep going forward with this idea. As I said, I've done it since 2009 and I just had a lot of time to think while I was down in Mexico on vacation about why the process was going so wrong for me and what I could do to improve it. So let's talk about tennis goals in 2016 and how we can go about truly achieving them. First, I want to tell you about the process that I think we should use to achieve these tennis goals. I've really changed my goal achieving steps, I guess the process I'll be using. And um, it's simple and yet I thought about it a lot harder this year. So this is what I'll be doing and what I am gonna recommend to you, Tennis Quick Tips listeners, for achieving goals in 2016. And here's the six steps I'm going to follow. Number one, write down your goals. This was exactly how I started out with my tennis goals in 2015 when I set them out in my tennis journal. So I think that was a great idea, and I'm doing the same thing this year, but I'm not stopping there, which is kind of what I did in 2015. Number two, make your goals specific. I think one of the biggest problems, especially with my goal number three, the one where I said I wanted to add power and spin to my serve, was that it just wasn't specific enough. It wasn't anything measurable. How would I ever know if I'd achieve that goal? By some feeling I might have, by my opponents telling me, wow, your serve has a lot of power and spin. Yeah, I am very sure that would never happen. So this year, I'm not just having goals, I'm having very specific, measurable goals. Number three, this is a big part of it, develop action steps for each goal. When I look back at my 2015 goals, the only one that I really had a plan for was the one about getting cardio tennis certified. The other two were pretty vague. Even my goal to play in three singles tournaments, in retrospect, that was kind of vague. Because if I had made myself take the steps required to actually sign up for three singles tournaments, I think I'd have seen how much time that was going to take out of my life. And I would have realized that I wasn't as interested in playing tournaments as I was just in playing singles. Number four, create a timeline for your goals. With my goals, I had no deadline set at all other than, you know, achieve them in 2015. So I honestly never had any pressure on me to try and work towards achieving those goals in a certain amount of time. But by putting dates on my goals, specifically on the action steps I'm going to develop, I can hopefully avoid the problem I had this year, which was reaching the end of the year and finding out that I had run out of time to do anything. Number five, reward yourself. Now, I happen to be the kind of person who not only likes specific plans and steps and checklists, I also like to have some incentive for completing my work in a timely manner. So you can imagine I really liked going to school and getting good grades. But here in life, I've got to come up with my own rewards that fit into my goal achieving system because I know that'll work for me. So I am setting myself not just a plan that's very specific. I'm gonna build in some rewards for myself because I know this will make me more likely to do the work I need to do, but also it'll make it more fun. Finally, number six, remind yourself of your goals. Like I said earlier, when the end of 2015 came around and I was thinking about my annual goal setting review and process, I couldn't even remember what goals I'd set for myself. So this year I am not going to let that happen because I'm going to post my goals in a prominent place where hopefully I'll constantly see them and be reminded of them. So as you can see in 2016 I've really tweaked my goal process and I think this is going to help me achieve my tennis goals. And I even went so far as to create a worksheet to do this, something that will be uh, much more than just my tennis journal, but it's going to help me and guide me. I'm going to continue to use the journal, but I think this is going to be sort of a one-sheet little plan that's going to help me with my tennis goals. And I'm calling that my 2016 Tennis Goals Worksheet. So I set up this worksheet that it will guide me through those six steps I outlined above. It is set up so that I not only have to set a goal, but I have to set out action steps that I'll use to achieve that goal. And I have to give them deadlines. And bonus, I have to come up with the reward I'm actually going to give myself if I follow through and achieve my goal. So I'm including my tennis goals worksheet as a free download for you. It will be in the show notes to this episode and you can find those over at tennisfixation.com slash quicktips117. It's really simple. It's not very complicated. It's kind of cute, but mostly it is something that you can use to go through the process that I just outlined to set your own tennis goals. Now, I want you to take action, set some goals that will help you improve your game in the new year. And maybe you're thinking, That sounds fun and great, but I don't really know what tennis goals to set, or I can't think of any good ones, or maybe, Kim, you can give me some ideas. And don't worry, I've got lots of great ideas for tennis goals that you might go for in 2016. So here are a few suggestions. Play more tennis. Play more fun tennis, not just matches and League tennis. Play at a more challenging level. Get tennis fit. Play more singles. Improve your serve. Get a real second serve. Attend a high level tennis camp. Try a lesson with a new pro. I have a lot of ideas about tennis goals. Those were pretty vague, but if you pick one and go through the six steps I outlined before, I think you can really. Hone in on how you would achieve that goal. I said I've done this process since 2009, and so I've had lots of goals and thought about lots of them. And I'll have links to all of my past tennis goal setting posts or episodes in the show notes for this episode if you want to go back and get some more specifics on what kind of tennis goals you could set for the new year. So finally, let's get back to uh, tennis goals that I'm trying to achieve in 2016. As I said earlier, I am doing something very different this year. And this is what I came up with when I was down in Mexico. And I think this is going to work for me. And honestly, if you're a recreational player, again, who's playing fun, happy tennis, this might be something you want to try in the new year. And that is, rather than setting out two or three huge goals for myself, I've decided each month I'm going to have a monthly tennis goal for myself. I'm going to try for small things that I'm sure are achievable, but that could have a big impact on my game. And I'm going to talk more about the specifics of that in a future episode, because what I'm working on is... In January and probably into February is really specific. Um, It has to do with, guess what, an injury that I've experienced that I'm working through right now. And that's really going to be the focus of what I'm going to do at the beginning of the year. So that's how I'm doing it different this year. Instead of going for some big giant increasing the power on my serve type goal, I'm going to work each month on sort of monthly mini goals, but I'm going to go through that same process. I'm going to use my tennis goals worksheet to get me through it month to month. I think this, for me, this process is going to be a lot more fun, a lot more doable, and bottom line is instead of getting two or three rewards for achieving two or three big goals throughout the year, I'm setting myself up for possibly 12 rewards throughout the year. So if nothing else, that's got to be worth something. So to wrap it up, (laughs) I do believe in setting and achieving tennis goals, even if you're not a professional tennis player. I think it makes the game a lot more fun. It makes playing tennis a lot more fun. And I hope me going through my goal setting process for this coming year inspired you to do the same thing i said i was really dissatisfied with my 2015 goal attempts um, they just did not pay off but that doesn't mean that i didn't have a great time playing tennis in 2015 it just means I really like working towards something and I think this new process is gonna make that doable and I am going to improve my game by going this direction. Let me know about your tennis goals, what you want to achieve in 2016, because I love hearing from you and your comments do help guide me in putting together useful content that you can use to become a better tennis player. You can leave your comments in the show notes for this episode, and again, those are over at tennisfixation.com/slash/quicktips117. And as I'm wrapping up here, I just want to thank the very many of you. There were over a hundred of you who participated. In the 12 Days of Tennis, the little mini course that I put together for December that brought you 12 days of fun tennis activities to do over the holidays. Uh, The course is closed now. I know some of you are just now finishing it up. And after you complete the course, you will get an email from me because I'd love to know what you thought of the course, what you liked about it, what you didn't like about it. Um, just your, any opinion you have that you could pass on to me that will help me make all my courses better for the future. So watch for that email if you are one of the 12 Days of Tennis participants and please just take a minute or two to respond. I would really appreciate it. I hope that 2016 is a great year in tennis for you. I hope it's a great year for me. I think it's going to be Happy New Year And as always, happy tennis.